and we're starting. So that maybe today we'll just find out how it goes. And it may be of some help to somebody who wasn't able to attend. You know, we'll, we'll see, but it will be a possibility. Because you know, I'm aware all kinds of people had to cancel for personal reasons. You know, or just couldn't get here. Or haven't got the opportunity to come on retreat. So it's in that spirit that we'll do some recording. Yeah, so here we all are, the beginning of a retreat. And it's always the most fascinating time, beginnings and endings. You know, when we're in these kind of bardo transitions, they're really important. And that settling in can be really a little uncomfortable. You know, a bit like me last night, Laura had said, well, take a torch when you leave the building. But did I? <laughs> no. And then walking back to where I live in the dark, and of course I thought I knew exactly everything, but it was just this sense of, well, it's, I remember the shape of the buildings like this. <laughs> no, and just r trying to find the right path. You know, and I'm used to walking around in the dark, but this is a different <coughs> kind of dark. And I thought, ah, it's like that, isn't it? We think we know the way, but once we start walking, we come up against obstacles. Yeah? And what do we do with that? Do we panic? Yeah? Is there a little bit of panic as this retreat starts to settle in and the kind of turmoil that still hasn't settled? Is it kind of around in our hearts and minds? Do we just blindly plough ahead regardless of roots and stones and creatures? just to notice what your tendency is. So I was there and I thought, yes, Tania, as stubborn as ever. <laughs> no? That sense of I'd been told something, did I do it? No? A kind of, well, you can decide for yourself, but <laughs> that, that kind of quality, you see, well, what's that like to be in this kind of form with that kind of tendency that's not used to take, taking on someone else's caregiving. You know, someone had out of care given me an instruction. Yeah. So we just start to see our tendencies and in the beginning they can be really obvious when we're just settling in. How do we relate to this new experience? Do we kind of collapse? Do we get really confident? No, just, just to see, because what you're doing here, you'll be doing everywhere. And it gives you a hint on the kind of medicine you need. So if, if we're really settling in and considering this very precious time of practice, one way of considering this settling in period is in terms of the Buddha's 
concept of what he did, which was to give medicine. Yeah. And he gave all kinds of medicines. And it's for each of us to discern what medicine do we need at this time, at this place? What is actually happening here? And you know, as some of you know, that will be one of my primary inquiries for myself. What is happening here? Now, here can be quite broad, actually, because where's the boundary? But what is happening here? What does it need for me to meet it, to be available for it? Yeah. So this is, then we start considering the medicines. What do I need to be here? For most of us, we need to soften. Because the world dem demands we take a kind of rigidity and a shape. And softening is needed. Kindness, friendliness, these heart qualities. So as we start settling in, it's this, what is here, what does it need? And I imagine for many of you, as I sit here, I can even feel it. There will be a lot of sadness, yeah, because of how harsh the world can feel, how much protecting we have been doing just to manage the work we do, the things we do, the study, the relationships, yeah, because of our tender hearts. So just to notice, what medicine do you need? And it's in that spirit, last night I was encouraging people to really know what they need to do in terms of the form of their retreat. Is your physical form really stressed? In the walking period, would it be more conducive to lie down, mindfully, fully aware? Just to know, and even to experiment. Because unless we start trying things out, we often you know, have no idea what something might feel like if we did it differently. Yeah. So it's a tricky one, because coming into the rhythm of the retreat really happen, helps, because rhythm's very conducive for the heart's settling and opening. And then within that, what works for you? So, it's even like we sit, yeah, and down, and we sit, and we think we know how to sit. And you know, one of my practices would be, well, I'm here, now let me move around a little and actually check whether what I habitually take as upright is actually upright, is actually letting the body relax into open available position you know so we don't we move you know it's not about being rigid it's about being responsive and available to experience as you'll hear when i read the parivana sutta tonight you know the way to the beyond out of all the suffering and turmoil is to know the way things are 
Sounds easy, doesn't it? So to know the way things are, it's to actually feel this physical form and actually check it out. So the, no, I'm talking about physical form because it's the easiest and most direct place to start. Okay, so to begin this retreat, we come into our physicality. And my encouragement to you would be whatever you brought in in terms of mental stresses, if you could put them outside for now, not of, out of unkindness or aversion, but out of the simple reality that until the mind settles and gets freed up out of the hindrances, everything we think is crazy. <laughs> yeah? So it's about giving ourselves the opportunity to get a deep clarity. And then it can be very powerful to bring into our conscious awareness the things that trouble us. But we bring them in very, very differently. Yeah. So here we are and you'll have all the backwash of what's been happening for you, just as I do. And we use the simple presence of the body as our refuge. We're here sitting, we feel the weight of the body and the cushions. We know what our arms are doing. We really explore what this physicality feels like. We settle into it. We use the rhythm of the breath. If the breath works for you, it doesn't work for everybody, but if it works for you, it's a very powerful contemplation. It can take you very profoundly, but so can many other things. So mostly I'll talk in terms of using breath, but you can just use body, weight, elemental contemplations in the same way if breath doesn't work for you. And it may be something we explore too if it isn't something that you're very comfortable with. So... Yeah, so using breath, it's simple rhythm and really letting that rhythm support us at this time. So we'll use the immediate rhythm of the breathing, we'll use the rhythm of the form, walking, sitting, the rhythm of the day, morning, evening, these things just to start to soothe and steady the mind. And it's something to keep coming back to when you know, the papancha, the proliferations of the mind happen. You know, the renunciation is to keep coming back to this simple presence being here now. And in, this, in the sutta we're contemplating, the Buddha said mindfulness is really the way. It's, it is the flood stopper. 
know, and, and wisdom that damns the, the whole chaos. So we, we're really deepening into responsive mindfulness, right mindfulness. And right mindfulness is imbued with a kindness. It's attention that's not harsh, it's not demanding, it's really receptive. So if we imagine a kind of energetic, it's like we're just resting back of it. Life demands we're leaning forward like this energetically. We're often slightly out of our body. So it can be helpful to imagine you're leaning back. You know, my constant image is I'm leaning back against the Bodhi tree. So there am I, you know, in a place of awakening, leaning against the Bodhi tree. So, so supported. So it can be helpful, you know, just to know where our energies are and let them really settle back. It helps calm the kind of chaos of the thinking mind. And as we walk, you know, we walk within our own energy field. We're not ahead of it. Because we can walk and it's a bit like we're out here already. And just really letting yourself slow down and just come into presence out of compassion so we're slowing we're steadying we're letting this natural place soothe us so we can start to really know the way things are is a direct experience. Nothing is going wrong. Just we're here, we're with the breathing. So we're letting ourselves fully arrive into the present moment. Out of view, all the ideas about how it should be, how we should be, and noticing them as they arise and letting them just come through, you know, not to struggle with them, just know they kind of, what we'd say, the vipaka, the result of all that's gone before. Years back, when I was living at Chittis, Monastery, I was out circumambulating our, our stupa, and a young man came up and he said to me, I can't meditate. And so we had a little talk, and I, he said, and so he couldn't meditate, he said, because his mind was all over the place. And he said, I can't make it still. And you know, so it's always stayed with me. So we had a little talk, and he wanted his thinking mind to stop. And I said, Well, what have you been doing? And he was in the middle of studying for his medical exams, final medical exams. You know, as if someone 
who've had to be engaging their thinking minds so intently could go from such intense engagement and suddenly have it stop. And just, I felt really sad for him in that, that harsh expectation. And so with ourselves, have to be really careful of our expectation. So the mind may be thinking, we just don't argue with that. We come into the physicality and just keep a reference there and let this other naturally settle. Well, I'll use it later, but one of my favourite bits around this in the suttas is a place where the Buddha says, when he's talking about working with thought, consider it this way, that you're walking very fast and you think, why am I walking very fast? So you slow down. And then, why am I walking? What if I stood still? And having stood still, why am I standing? What if I sat down? And having sat down, why am I sitting? What if I lay down? So a sense of letting the whole process slow, that we don't go from running to lying down like that. It's actually a kind of gradual process. I mean, it can be, but for most of us, it's a case of just letting something naturally settle. It will happen. It will happen if we spend attention with the body, we stay in the rhythm of the retreat, we let the trees, the earth hold us, we let the sense of being in community with fellow practitioners hold us. It's not something we're doing alone. We let all of this, just let the mind settle. And then when the mind is settled, all kinds of things become possible. So we'll sit for a few minutes and then we'll go walking, sitting for the morning, have our meal and come back in the afternoon for periods of walking and sitting. And really, as I say, just relax into the rhythm and not to panic. No, just notice what the results are and what your responses to them are. Know what your tendencies are so you know the medicine. Sounds simple, doesn't it? And if we can keep it that simple, Trusting the process. It's the more you do, the more it feels like it does you. Because as you know, the more we deepen into this, the less the you is real anyway. 
the me, the I, the you. So we're just softening all these things. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.